fight And we don't have to kill Everybody in the whole wide world Really just needs to chill No, we don't have to fuss No, no, no We don't have to fight Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Just Chill with Oliver George. This is episode 71. And as you can probably tell by my attire, it's a cannabis episode. That's right. In the studio, I have two badass bud-slinging business owners. How's that for alliteration? But before we get into it, I want to remind you, if you're watching this on YouTube right now and you would prefer an audio-only version, you can get that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and other places like that. If you're listening and you could leave a review, that would be really much appreciated. Uh, if you didn't know there was a visual side to the show, though, please come check it out on YouTube. And if you would subscribe, again, really, really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, maybe you've got a cool guest idea or some general feedback about the show, you can hit me up at justchillpodcasting at gmail.com. And while you're there, let me know if you'd like one of these holofoil stickers of the show, and I'll send you one free of charge. Back to the guests. I'm very excited to be hanging out with you guys. And let's just introduce you. Awesome. It's Ming Sad and Sarah Rath. You guys are opening a new recreational cannabis store in, yep. here in Ottawa. Exactly. Uh, called The Rabbit Hole. Yep. So. R-A-B-B-T. This is the first thing I wanted to ask you guys about. Where is the I? Did someone just get high and forget? And then you're like, oh, we got, we're committed at this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like this, it's like Kinda, a skidoo yeah. story. Yeah, a skidoo yeah. story. We want yeah. to take the vowels out and then finally we decided to put one in just because we're weird. <laughs> yeah. There's no I in rabbit. There's no I in rabbit. Well, whole should have the vowel because yeah. you can do something with the hole, make but, like yeah. a portal or something. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay. Yeah, spoiler okay. Alert. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, this is Alice in Wonderland theme, sort of inspired at least. Yeah, definitely a part of it. Yeah, it's definitely Alice in Wonderland. We're trying to pay homage to it, but not too, too much. Yeah, it is the rabbit hole theme. Yeah. Are you going to have the caterpillar with the hookah somewhere in the... Uh... Possibly. Possibly. All right, I'm very excited to see this. Because you, you can go down so many rabbit holes. It's not just Alice in Wonderland, right? Exactly. So true, true. true. Paying yeah. homage to the mini More rabbit of a holes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is opening. This episode should be going up the day before you guys are set to open. It's on Tuesday, right? Yeah. We are hoping. We're hoping to open on the 22nd, but there's a few bumps in the road. So within the next couple of weeks, we'll be open for yeah. sure. Well, yeah, as everyone knows, downtown Ottawa is a real <laughs> shit show right now. Yeah. You yeah. guys are kind of closer to like the bridge right before Vanier, right? I was yeah. This we're a little bit, we're like, is it east heading towards Vanier? Yeah. We're just after King Edward in Lower Town. So okay. Like yeah, two minute drive from away Vanier from the as, ruckus, right? Away now. from the yeah. ruckus, it yeah. hasn't been too difficult for us to get to Ottawa because we were on the Quebec side, we're living there, oh, okay. and, but we've had to take a couple of detours. Well, I don't know about you, I think you're fine. Where yeah, there's you're been some times I couldn't come, but yeah, but I had to detour it's so long, but it's okay, it's been fine. There we're used lucky. to be a head shop really close to I there. Think it's right, it's, yeah. I think it's right, I think they're still there. there. Yeah, they're still there, they're still oh up God, and running. Salvia. I went to go buy papers there the other day because I ran out, but yeah, there's still yeah, there. there's a sex shop there, a yeah. quickie. It's there's really a homeless shelter, fun neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good neighborhood, like it's yeah, it's lower town. So, anybody who knows Ottawa knows lower town right now. It's kind of it's they're well, gentrifying yeah. the yeah. area, but also we have so many different businesses. We're beside like a sex shop, we have the homeless shelter, the drop in. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it is a safe injection site as well. Oh, wow. So it's, and we have a bunch of food around. Yeah. So a Lots lot of, of munchies for us and to try around. And you guys aren't quite in Vanier, so. No, we're not quite. We're just like, just a little bit before us so on the border of Vanier and Lower Town, I guess. So here's, so here's, here's a, a question for you. I'm from Montreal and that not quite in Vanier. What, what's the deal with Vanier? Do people know? <laughs> Everyone says they're like, Ooh, Ottawa, Vanier. How like, do you put eh? that in a nutshell? I mean, Vanier's just known as being one of the shit neighborhoods where you're, you know, going to see a lot of junkies, which I mm. learned is actually an offensive term. So, um, 
addicts, let's say, uh, as well as just like sketchy ass people. Yeah, it's just have kind you of driven on, like on Montreal Road, like just yeah. after the store. Yeah, I've been to the Value Village. Have you paid the, attention uh, to the Salvation Army there and stuff? I'm also from Montreal, so Fair last enough. time I drove through there, uh, I went to some birthday party and my kids came because it was like a family friendly thing at an arcade place or a video game place or whatever and uh we saw a man with no nose so that was the kind of thing wow. you see in vanier like he just had no nose well no were, i mean i feel very bad for the guy i'm sure it was cancer or something yeah. but it somehow it fit in in vanier if that makes sense <laughs> so vanier is like the hoshalaga and vanier vanier used to be a city right Oh yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like the Vatican. It was sort of one square mile. Interesting. The city Interesting. of Vanier. Like the Vatican. Yeah, like I just went from like junkies that. to like Pope. You <laughs> That's know? it. The Vatican <laughs> of all the. Well, it's, all it's the other one mile city that I. Well, this one is square kind mile of actually a perfect segue because you just said you're from Montreal, but I know you're not. I'm not you're really from, from South Porcupine. <laughs> yes. Um, there which, is no East Porcupine. So, but like you. like you were saying with Vanier, South. Porcup yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, cool. um, South Porcupine is sort of like a ward of Timmins. Yes. And they were all amalgamated in the 70s to become a larger Timmins. So that was kind of like what we had here with Vanier and Gloucester and Nippian. That's what happened with Gatineau as well. Because I'm from Elmer and they put like five cities all together. But we take really big offense. If somebody asks me where I'm from and they say Gatineau, I'm like, I'm from Elmer. Mm. Get an <laughs> AY right. person. Elmer is a very stoner town. Our saying, if you're a stoner, is AY stay high. Like that's their thing. So I'm like, mm, I'm not from Gatineau. You're here first, kids. I did want to kind of ask you about South Porcupine, though, okay. because it was apparently it's named after an island in a river that looks like a porcupine. Yeah, that that's the rumor. Have I you haven't seen this island or I, no? No, no, I have not seen this island. <clears throat> we have Porcupine Lake. It is, I think, the filthiest lake in the world. Um, the only thing that comes out of it are like three-headed fish, like from the subsistence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like nobody's allowed to swim. We have a beach. Some some people are brave enough to put their kids in it, and then they go on to live to be a thousand. But yeah, no. And there's no porcupines. I never have seen a porcupine in South Porcupine. Yeah, I want to see even this one? island. I haven't. I, people have told me they have. I've never seen a porcupine in Porcupine. Well, I mean, it sounds like it's because there was an island that apparently looked like a porcupine. So <laughs> I don't know that anyone was ever claiming there were actually porcupines, but interesting. who knows? Uh, well, it sounds like a really small place. It was population 3,500, but I can only imagine it was probably even smaller when you were growing up. Honestly, was, yeah. I, I think probably that was a census that happened like within the last five years. I used oh, okay. to tell people um, no one ever came to count us. So <laughs> we don't know how many people we are. Not, not worthy of the count. There wasn't yeah. that little sign when you drive into the South Porcupine yeah. population. Population tire. <laughs> population tire. I love it. That was a strong bad reference, but whatever. I didn't get it. I'm from being honest. Maybe I'm already high. So what is the coolest thing about that place, in your opinion? Um, probably uh, this ice fishing. I've never done that. Ice fishing? I would Do say. Do you ice fish a lot? When, you, when you're young, I mean, you don't, it's not really about ice fishing. It's, it's about just, taking your huts on your skidoo and you drive out to the ice where parents can't find you and you park mm. all your skidoos in a circle and you make a little fire and you can go in the ice huts and hang out. It's just like a block party on the ice. It's like a bush party. It's like yeah. a your winter version of a bush party. Yeah. And then if people find you, you can just drive somewhere else. <laughs> like, Bye. Relocate. Yeah. yeah. I've never gone ice fishing. It always seemed kind of cool. Other than the cold part, I guess. I've never caught so anything ice fishing, so I don't know what that's like. I'm very, uh, very ready for this fucking winter to be over, man. It's all, we're I'm getting almost to that there. point. Yeah, we're almost there. I know we had this mild weather come in last night, and it was like, yes, I can smell you. The spring. hope, 
I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Yes. I disassociated in 2019. I haven't come back, so <laughs> I don't <just laughs> know what the season is, right? Seasons now. come and go. <laughs> yeah, that's so true, man. Pandemic has screwed up the timeline for everybody. Yeah, it's really messed up just everything because then we're like in lockdown and we can't do anything and then it's cold i was talking to someone about when weed was legalized yesterday and we're trying to remember 2018 yeah i thought it was 2017 but regardless October, it feels yeah. like it was 10 years ago i know like, it's I crazy believe that shit and the way the it's industry crazy. has changed it in just, just a small amount of time like we just went down to las vegas for the mj biz in october and I went to California in 2018, and just seeing the maturity of the market in three years is amazing, unbelievable. So let's talk about that then, because I actually had a question for you guys. I wanted to know what you thought were some of the current trends in the cannabis field that are especially innovative to you. And uh, to piggyback on that, what do you hope to see in the future in the cannabis industry? <clears throat> That's a great question. Thank you. You Damn. can take a, either part, or you can both answer both. Hmm. So, no, I mean, one of the trends that I'm going to talk about on behalf of the rabbit hole mm -hmm. is that, um, you know, we, it, it is dominated still by flour, but it seems like people are moving more towards edibles, drinks, and pre-rolls. Yeah. You know, people are getting lazy. They don't want to roll their joints Convenience, anymore. yeah. Lazy yeah. or health conscious as well, because, you know, True. like smoking joints... And shout out to Raheem from Hybrid Farm because he always says this, combustion is definitely not the best form of ingesting cannabis. It's not the so most efficient to get isn't. your THC either. It is not because no. we burn away so much of our THC. Yeah, vaping and is much better. So the fact that Sarah says like it's nice that people are moving to different methods of consumption, whether it's edibles, topicals, or vaping it with a vaporizer, which is even better than smoking joints. Mm -hmm. It's nice to see that. And we also have access to so much more information uh, pre-legalization. So, you know, in terms of terpenes or different compounds, like CBN is very popular right now. It's people are learning more about it and CBD and also THC and understanding what they do and do without each other in one. I'm waiting for the THCV for the, to take off. To the THC what? THCV. What's that? Oh, THCV. I was like, wait. We're just, okay. Yeah, tell, you guys me, are tell us more about definitely, this. Uh, the are we speaking like different? We're speaking a different lingo now. I know CBD like everyone else. I have heard of, what was the other one? CB, CBN. CBN. I've I'm heard still of these reading other ones, about it. Yeah. yeah, we are yeah. not medical professionals. No, and we are not. Yeah, so do not take any medical professional <laughs> advice from us. You're just two stone girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? It's. Um, do you have anything else to add to that, Sarah? And what's nice? Things that are really Oh, like, things that I'd like to see change. Make better pre-rolls. Please, yeah. industry. Make yeah, some of them are materials. shit. They just don't pull. You spend like $10 on a joint and then you get a third down. I've had the occasional pull. good one where I was like, wow, this burned a really long time. But mm -hmm. a lot of them are loose and shit's falling out of them right as yeah. soon as you open it up. Literally. I like rolling joints too. I've always considered yeah. that part of the ritual. I, I guess that comes with being good at rolling joints because some people are terrible. But Yeah, usually we like what we're good at. <laughs> I yeah. love rolling joints. <laughs> but when I go to the store, I really prefer to buy the pre-rolls. Really? Just, there's just something about it. I don't like it makes me it's like I'm going to the store. I might as well buy the product. Isn't there a markup on pre-rolls, though? Most definitely. Yeah. But yeah. I'm See, just like at I'm that like, point, oh. I'm like, I'm going to the store. I might as well get it pre-rolled. I'm that's where my lazy stoner vibes kick in. in yeah, a sense. I've, I've also jumped on that. But that there's nothing wagon. more therapeutical to me than rolling a joint, just crumbing it, busting it up, taking the stems yeah. out of it. For, for me, I think it's it. also um. Like when I carry on the flower and I've got my grinder with me and I got my papers with me and if I'm missing something, now I got to find a dep, you know, like mm. it's also just the convenience to be able to open it up. It doesn't smell as much. You know, oh, if I'm going out like 
to a comedy show or like a music show or whatever, and I'm out for the night, then we buy pre-rolls for yeah. sure. Yeah, because it's just already done. But it's at home, made. it's like, eh, how long does it take me to roll a joint? Like 30 seconds? Exactly. A yeah. minute, maybe? Exactly. If you have all the proper tools, it literally yes, will exactly. take you 30 yeah. seconds yeah. to do it. And are you guys grinder? I'm, I'm like a finger buster. I don't I even use, use a grinder. Like I'm a scissors all the way. Scissors. I've, I've, I've okay. changed Never. throughout the years. I used to finger bust. Grinders always scissors. get all jammed up eventually. I've, I have two grinders that I use that they do the job for me the way I like it. I like the medtainers. I don't know if you've ever used those. They're uh, just, don't it's, think so. You can keep your cannabis in it at the same time. You can pre-roll them, but it's a it's a stash jar and a grinder at the same oh, time. Oh, okay, where it's got like a compartment yeah, on top. It's yeah, it's a yes. plastic one. It's super. Those are cool. Super easy, and it's very convenient, especially when you're out and about and you're like, shit, I don't have any more joints left. Just bust one up really quick, and that's why that's I really it. liked those. Um, like before legalization, there was a lot of those dispensaries that were kind of in the gray zone, which you worked at. I yeah, know. I'm gonna bring, that, bring <laughs> yes, that up in a bit. I did. But um, even friends were selling those little preloaded pens with the oil that you could yeah. just vape, and those were so convenient. I got to say, they were way overpriced, but just being able to like wherever you're just at, kind of toot, yeah, get a little hit, and yeah, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's perfect just to keep you going a little like. You guys actually, um, oh, I guess we should finish that. What do you guys hope to see in the future? I, for me in the cannabis you kind of industry, that, yeah. I really want to see lounges be a thing. Oh, I yeah. think those are extremely important, yes. especially how the laws are written right now. There are a lot of people that, you know, will say they're renting or whatnot. They can't smoke inside or they can't even smoke outside of the property within like a certain amount of like meters. Mm-hmm. And some people are medical too. So that really, that sucks for some medical patients where they don't have any place to consume it. Therefore, it doesn't make the law applicable at all. Especially if you have like winter and it's like well, minus like it's 40. Minus 40. Yeah. Like yeah. you think I'm going outside to smoke my joint in a minus 40? No, I've taken different measures so that it doesn't smell too much in my apartment. But like it's it's a it's I a, think this is maybe an Ottawa space. thing though because like Quebec, Toronto. Forget about it. Toronto. Toronto no. they I've gone to weed some. rooms where I'm watching a comedy show and yeah. everyone's smoking inside. Smoking. Nobody cares. No. Mike Rita is one of the That's guys it. who runs. Yeah. Uh, we, fucking, we can name some. There's numerous like there's there's what there's like. There was Vape Central. They closed down during the during the pandemic. Unfortunately, that was such an amazing spot. That was like the first lounge that I ever went to, and I felt at home because mm. I don't drink. Yeah, I was so gonna say, I, I, guess. I don't have any. Like, I'll go with my friends to the bar, and I'll have like my Coke or my Pepsi and chill with them, or maybe a mocktail. But the fact that there's lounges where I can go smoke weed and I can bring my laptop and just chill yeah. like I'm at a coffee shop and get yeah, high yeah. and work, that's yeah. ideal. So I really hope that we can get lounges. I'm sure it's in the works right now. I've asked a few lawyers here and there, like if they're working on changing regulations in the law, it's going to happen. But I think the biggest hurdle right now in Ontario is the smoke free act. Yeah. You know, like we had the hookah lounges that stayed open and they would just like close down, open under another name or something and get fined by bylaw. But now we're talking about cannabis and it's still very much of a stigma. So we need lounges. Like that's. Yeah. People are going to just say, well, why can't I smoke a cigarette inside then? You know, and obviously <laughs> I think cigarettes are full of so I much get it, more you know? nasty uh, shit than 100% well-grown cannabis, you know? That's it. Yeah. But that's going to be the argument for people who don't smoke weed and they're but like, if well, you, smoke is smoke or whatever, you know, there's going to be someone saying that. We just 100%. need to get like a top floor place and install like. No, you make sure you got a good ventilation the... system in there. Like it's exactly. fine. Like I've been to Vape Central and I've been to, um, there's a couple other ones. I don't know if I should name them because they're kind of, you know, yeah. one don't of those. And, you Snitches know, these are stitches. safe spaces for people as well. So there's a couple in Toronto that I do go to and they have great ventilation systems. Everybody can either smoke joints, smoke bong, dab. Yep. But we're not allowed to smoke blunts in there. Because it's so, tobacco. Because it's tobacco. Mm. A lot of people in Toronto smoke blunts. Like it's a thing. That's a culture in Toronto. And there's some space you can't smoke blunts, which is fine because I get it's tobacco. So just I don't, I don't care for blunts. 
love I'm being honest. That's like my poison, but uh, I love blunt. They burn the shit out of my throat. It's oh, like yeah. your body being like, hey, you're smoking a cigar. You know you're not supposed to inhale that shit. Like that's <laughs> you know, what your brain's telling you. Uh, and also, at least when I was younger and people would roll it and pass it around, they always got so wet. Yeah. And I just like don't know why, but the brown <laughs> material, the tobacco, whatever, it just gets, yeah, nasty. And those are one of those, like, I don't, I rare, there's a couple of people I share my blunts with. But other than that, we that's exactly about this why I know. The other podcast uh, a few days ago, because like COVID, especially now, you think, like, I can't believe I used to just share joints with people I would like meet yeah. at a party. That's it. <laughs> I still will. It's true. Sometimes I will still share my joint with you. Well, you, you uh, <laughs> hopefully you assess the person at of least course. to make sure they don't like crack at or you something. Can't assess but when virus. COVID started, no, my friends and I wouldn't share a joint so just, just out of like just to make sure because like we do have like I have like my family, my oh, niece, and my smart. nephew, and then also like and I don't and even then like also in normal painters. times I don't share joints with people that I don't know if I go to a party at yeah, all. Same here. I'm like I don't know who you are. Yeah, exactly. I don't know who you are. I'll give you a joint. Gladly give you a joint, and we can smoke one together. Exactly. But I will not give you a puff of my joint if I do not know. That's who you the are. Then don't touch my to joints. Yeah, that shit. I pass my joint to everybody. <laughs> one of my favorite. Seriously, like, what is those kids when you tell them do not talk to strangers and take candy? So I'm just like, ooh, stranger. <laughs> yeah, literally. If, if I I'm actually know a, this stranger, he's got the best candy. Good. Yeah, seriously. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I actually wanted to touch on something you guys were mentioning about, like we're not doctors. Uh, Kelly actually gave me this question because I've had that experience where you go talk to a bud tender and be like, so what do you think of this strain? They're like, oh, we're actually not allowed to. We're not allowed to. So do you think that's something that should change or do you think that's appropriate given that you don't have a medical We're not allowed to give you medical advice, but I can tell you which strains I like to smoke for things that happen to me. Exactly. Like that's a personal experience. I can can tell you what common, like like things are, are smoked by people of that palate. You know. Yeah, like if someone I just can't give you medical advice. No. If someone buys something <laughs> medical ish on Amazon and leaves a review, like that's not against the rules and they're no. not they're not. But certified. by law, like if we'll say that we get like a, a um what are they called? The mystery customers and they come in and they ask us this, mm-hmm. we could potentially like yeah, we uh, get in trouble, trouble. Shopper, yeah. Straight up. We yeah. can potentially get in trouble. I do wish that it could change. I hope that we can get we can get trained. You know, get these classes. We have to take this yes, cat cool. class called a cancel. Everybody who sells cannabis within Ontario needs a cancel, which is the equivalent to your smart serve if you're a bartender or you whatever. A registration. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to go through this little class. It's a couple of hours. It's a little certificate. But then you also have a lot of classes where people have been taking those extra classes called the Somali classes for cannabis. They're not giving you medical help, but you're just learning more in terms of the plant and so many other. The, the plant is so com- complex, right? But I hope that we can get some training in terms of giving people a little bit of medical advice. But I'm always going to say, whether you consume cannabis medicinally or recreationally, at the end of the day, you're getting the medicinal benefits. (laughs) And that's what it is. And I feel that we should have at least that information. But now it's been legal for what, like four, three years, four years, years, four years. We're getting more yes. information. We're having more scientific research done, and we're ha- we get we have access to that. So hopefully, because we have access to it, we can be like, "Hey, this is the study that I read. You can check that." But I'm not giving you medical advice, and so we can't give people <laughs> medical advice. Well, it's hard too because, like most drugs, everybody's so different. So different. Yeah. We're not most drugs, but at least like psychedelics or like yeah. recreational or even, drugs, or yeah. even gluten. Well, all our metabolism things yeah. you put in your body. I mean, our yeah. everybody's body are, reacts to things differently. Right? So true. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Our metabolisms are also different, so I'll react yeah. one way to edibles, and you'll react the other way to it. Yeah. Well, and I've learned you, you can change over the years too because I've mm-hmm. had like my 30s has been. 
sort of an up and down of going through periods where I can smoke like the same way as when I was a teenager. And then these periods where I'm like, whoa, I need to bring my THC levels way down. Right. And then I'm doing like mango haze and shit like that. That's like, those are my favorite strains these days. Like smoking in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. 10% THC, 10% Mm. CBD, maybe throw a little something stronger in. But like, I like that as a baseline in my stuff. Usually it helps maybe just getting older. I've heard a lot of people in their thirties have a similar, you know, more anxiety sometimes. I don't, I, I honestly, I just came back from California too. And, Oh my God, the percentages of THC are so much higher. I got to forget how to walk again. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) And we can't get that in Canada. So it's, yeah. There's a lot we can't get up here, right? This is a question I wanted to ask you guys as well was with the edible stuff. When I got COVID, yeah, I didn't want to vape and smoke while I had COVID. Obviously, I didn't want to mess up my lungs any more than they might be, you know? Yeah. Um, So we got my parents to drop off some edibles and everything was like 10 milligrams. That's the max. Yeah, for the the whole bag. I know. You'd have to spend $100 to get high. And eat a lot of chocolate or shit that I yeah. probably shouldn't be eating that. You're gonna have to buy like ten packs of it. Like Yeah. But you can get like powders and you can get different ways of consuming it that's not candy too, right? Like there's true. Come the on down to the rabbit yeah. hole and we'll But I wanna get the candy bar oh, that's yeah, like yeah. fifty <laughs> milligrams or whatever and get yeah. if you're you sick, know. you might as well eat some, you know. Treat yourself to a exactly. little bit of stuff. Watching yeah. a movie, have some gummy bears or whatever. Exactly. But, no, uh, but the limit on the edibles is definitely an issue. But Oh, but also edibles. I, when legalization was happening, no, no, no. no oh, it's happening. Oh, we got munchies. So that's gummy funny. bears, man. Gummy bears. Sorry to cut you off. But no, yeah. it's all good. These are like gourmet gummy. They're bears. They're not infused, right? Real? No, no. They're just okay, like I'm like real. I, either way, if they were, I would totally. They do have them. gelatin if you're vegan, unfortunately. No, oh. we, we. I'm like a, I don't know, veg pescatarian, I guess. Yeah, like what do you feel like it? I guess. Well, like I don't eat a lot of meat, but I'm not gonna. Die on the gelatin hill, if you the, know. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Like, <laughs> die on the gelatin. Some horse hooves. <laughs> I can maybe get my head around that, but I don't want like a big bloody steak. Like I'm that guy okay. somewhere, you know. Right. I eat fish sometimes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. You're flexitarian. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I probably shouldn't eat gummy bears in the mic. That's gonna sound really gross for the audio only. <laughs> probably use that sound is. for something else at one point. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> yeah record it, it and keep it as Whatever. a sound bite. <laughs> If someone's ever like being boring, like a guest, you just play me chewing. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> is that a crickets? And then anybody who has misophonia, we have crickets, I think. No. Yeah, and anybody who has misophonia is gonna be like, I hate this. Or you could use it for like ASMR <laughs> stuff. That's like you know? That's What's extra that? extra cool when you're high. I gotta say, <laughs> the sound effects we don't use them often, but when I'm getting high and doing a recording, yeah, you could really fuck with us right now. Just <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I'm like, am I too high right Sounds now? Sounds more like birds, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. No, we think it's our phone. Uh, everybody check Oh, that was phone. someone's phone. I thought, okay. Um, I wanted to know if you guys, you're speaking of safe injection sites, do you, oh where do you stand on uh, full legalization of all drugs oh. like has been done in some countries? Obviously. I'm for it. I'm <laughs> yeah. definitely for it. Obviously, first step would be decriminalizing it. I think, I think that would is. help a lot. It would just help in so many different areas in within our country. But mm. should there be any limits? Like, can someone come do bath salts? You know what I mean? Like, yes. where do we draw the line with stuff? Where we're like, okay, well, this is blatantly. They're gonna do free. it anyway. <laughs> I see it in terms of if you're gonna like. I, that's why I say decriminalize. Maybe not fully legalize everything, Actually, but decriminalizing because it's like, well, say somebody gets caught with a little bit of certain drugs coke that's illegal, coke yeah, or yeah. shrooms or whatever. At least you're not putting them through the the court system and yeah, getting them in trouble. Some, it, jail will yeah. fuck your shit up. I mean, like. It's happened to me where like I thought I was like all oh, my shit's gonna like go like I was like oh my god it's gonna be on my record or something but it was fine because it was just simple possession but just 
your first offense or something, that's scary because you can't you can't travel to certain countries or you can't get certain You're jobs. Flagged. And just yeah. because yeah. it's like you were young and that's you did sketch. something dumb, but then now it's legal. Like that was what, ten years ago. Yeah. And now it's legal. I've had so many friends who have been to jail for cannabis possession. And mushrooms is the next because one. Because they've had, sure. exactly. Well, it is. well, it's, well I we, think it is they just announced medical, so. legal, med medicinally now in Canada. I knew like Colorado mistaken. and California, I think, had recreational it's the next one. at this point. I'm not, I'm not positive on that, but. I think that at least for medicinal medical. purposes, certain drugs should definitely be legal because it's been proven that it's helping people. Like, we're there. Microdosing too, legal. yeah. It's not even people Shrooms wanting to get happening. fucked up. Psychedelics is happening. So we know that. There's scientific evidence proving that it does help. But then yeah. there's drugs like crack or like meth, where it's just like, there's no yeah, way to those, spin this. No, there's like, none. Yeah, for but sure. that's, that He's wouldn't be. successful but, crackhead. Yeah, but yeah. we can help those people get the help that they need, especially True. if they're addicts and stuff. So they're not vilified. Exactly, vilified. And then you just don't put them in jail and they're just forgotten and forgotten in the system or not. Thank God mm. we're not in the States. Yeah. We're in Canada. We have like, yeah, you know, but a little bit of leeway. Although some people are trying to bring that statesy vibe up I here know. lately oh god oh man um well, i actually want to ask you guys how you met and like when and oh and why you decided to go into business together i'm gonna let how sarah take this i start. always tell let the you, story. Let you start first because that's I, how we met. i usually tell the story but i've never really heard it from from your perspective oh do you want me to start i don't know no i, I if you guys can go sentence so, for sentence that would be go, super yeah, cool we can, let's try and say it at the same time oh yeah <laughs> okay we'll try and say this exact no, I'm just kidding. so no sarah i Okay, Sarah messaged me on Instagram. She had been following me for a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Wait, no, I will tell the story. Okay, there is the backstory. Yeah, there's the backstory. So you yeah, go first. So I'll you start go. with the backstory. So I, in like 2018, back in the day when we used to, anyway, um, I decided that I wanted to get into the cannabis industry and that was like my goal. And uh, so I started like this little social media thing with some of my friends and we were making content, you know, like things you do when you're in university. And, um, well, I was at the university, but I was hanging out with the university kids. And so I started following a bunch of influencers on, um, on Instagram and Ganja Babe was one of them. And I just like <laughs> loved her. I was just like, I was just fangirling over her. I was just like, oh my God, this girl's so cool. And then when I was opening the store in Ottawa and she was living in Ottawa, I was like, no brainer. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna see if maybe she'd be down. And I just like nice. slid into gonna, her DMs. Yeah, slide into DMs. I'm gonna pass a comment here. Sarah's a salesperson too, so don't forget that part. <laughs> yeah, I, I get my targets and it, I don't care how long it takes. She's I get good. my targets. I was gonna ask if you ever do stand up. You have that vibe for sure. She, oh, that's I, funny. You mentioned I would love that. to. <laughs> You I do keep you notes. You should come out to a show. That's the best way to want to do it more. Yeah. Because yeah, you'll see I, I some amateurs notes. and you're like, I'm better than this. And then you'll come up with a six it. minutes or whatever and you'll crush probably. She already has some you'll content. Get the I got, I got some jokes. content that she's nice. some worked on already. Yeah, so yeah take all the you stuff that. you've been texting yourself for months. Like, oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> if you're doing that already, then you have to do it. You have yeah. to. Yeah, I will. I will do five minutes. You know what I mean? Like, that's like on the bucket list. Like that five minutes of stand up. Yeah. Just, you got to want it though, because like places like Yucks, at least you got to. It's like once a month you have to email to try to get in for the next month. And yeah, usually if you're person, new, they'll find give the you a target. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'll just find the person who makes that decision and they'll contact me. Call me. I'm just I keep looking at the camera. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, what else do we want to go to here? Oh, yeah. So you, you guys were talking. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Let's get back to the story. Hey, you guys oh, yeah, met. so that's so that it. So I slid in DMs, just... and she was like, uh, weird, but maybe. <laughs> the buildup for the story was huge, and then it was like, yeah, so uh, and she then we uh, just messaged met. me on Instagram. And that's it. Yeah, that's the whole story. <laughs> that's not just it. Okay, wait. Sarah messaged me on Instagram. She's like, I'm trying to get in the weed industry. 
she knew that she saw on my Instagram page that one of my brothers is a realtor. Well, two of my brothers are realtors. So she's like, I'm looking for spaces. That was my soft opening. Yeah, that was a soft opening. I didn't Sales ask rep. her Sales directly. Rep. Do not I asked for that. a reference for a brother. So maybe he could help me out. Find some <laughs> she contacts my brother anyways. And then she messages me. She's like, I'm, I'm looking to open a weed store. Like I want a cannabis shop. I want you to work for me. And I was like, who are you? Like, <laughs> I'm that creepy no, person in the no, bush. It, it is, you know, like <laughs> it's, it's one of those Instagram moments where you're like social media, who is this person? So I had follow, I was following her. And I was like, hey, well, she doesn't have anything cannabis related on her page. How serious is she? And like, is she, is this a scam? You know, like yeah, you're offering hey, well, me, you're funny. offering me a job on Instagram. You haven't looked at my resume. Nope. You have no idea who <laughs> I am. You just see this Instagram page, right? And there's lots of those Instagram people who do message you like that. They're like, hundred percent. You want to work partner collab with us? Blah, blah, yeah, blah. Collab, yeah. Stupid <laughs> shit. So anyways, and then Sarah said to me, let's, let's meet on zoom or FaceTime or something. And, uh, and then we had a zoom meeting. We were smoking weed and talking. We had a really great conversation. I think it was like a couple of weeks later after your birthday, right? After her birthday in July, she messaged me and she said, well, I want to come to Montreal. I want, I want you to come to Montreal. And then I said, okay, I'm going to be there in a couple of weeks. She's like, I can't wait. I'm going to come down this week. So she came down to Ottawa like that. And we went out for dinner in the Byward market. And then after that, I said, yeah, I'll work for you. And that's how that happened. And also, do you want to add the how you found me on Instagram, though? Or no? And oh, how yeah. long ago was all this, too? <clears throat> this just happened in 2021. Like, I met Sarah in July or, or June of 2021. Yeah, you but seem listen, like old, like, I know. I love friends Thank from you. childhood. That's, yeah. Yeah. No, no, we've they get that. We have not known that? each other for a year yet. No. But we can, we can get in that since, like, three weeks in. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, actually, but I've had her on my list. I found the list going through my files since 2018. That's the long game. Yeah. <laughs> so Sarah really I found a file was from committed to with her getting me to work <laughs> for her. And to from be honest with you. to friends. Yeah. yeah. But to be yeah. honest with you, when she approached me, I was I had sworn off the cannabis industry because I was from the legacy market. So pre-legalization, I was running gray area dispensaries. And when legalization happened, I had kind of a moment where, like, where do I fit in? Like I was kind of like being a cowboy in a sense, just like selling cannabis through a store or like just being at the forefront of that, that the activism pre-legalization to kind of push it further. And then Sarah got me and I said, okay, cool. I'll work with you. Like I'm down. She was, she made me believe that like I, like I was relevant and I where and I thought nice. I wasn't in the industry. So yeah. That's awesome. Aww. That was a heartwarming moment <laughs> for the episode. Yes. Uh, I wanted to actually ask you because uh, before I forget, it just came back to me. Uh, you worked during the sort of prohibition, <laughs> pseudo legal, mm, whatever it was, yeah. where there was all these dispensaries, but they were a lot of them were run really. I would say most of them were really legit, and I remember being impressed by the service and the setups. And then there were the couple of trashy ones. But um, were you actually in store when any of the raids happened? I wanted to know yeah. that. <laughs> I don't. Oh God! I don't even know if I should say this. Oh, okay. if it's PTSD or no, something. no, no. It's not. No, not PTSD whatsoever. For legal reasons, this may or may not have happened. But <laughs> I had a dream. I once. was in the store. <laughs> See, okay. God. Okay. This may or may not have happened. I'm like maybe gonna plead the fifth on this. I know it's not a thing in Canada, but regardless, you heard it from yes, a friend I of a friend. I was in the stores at one of the raids that we have. I'm not gonna mention which one, but yeah. I was there. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, yeah. I was maybe like in center town. And those who know, know what store I'm talking about. Um, and it was one of the first ones that opened before we, one of the big ones that caused a lot of noises, a lot of noise. But regardless, 
I was in the back store. I saw the cops on the camera and we told the employees, like everybody knew that if you can kind of like be in, pretend to be a customer when the cops come in and not get arrested, do it. <laughs> but Less also <laughs> when you would work for this certain company, you, we made, they made sure that if we did get arrested, we were fine. Legal fees were covered hundred percent. They proven that and like everything was fine. And I did run out the back door and usually there, this was not the first raid that happened there. And there were cops usually waiting at the back door and they weren't there. So I was like, what the fuck do I do? So I proceeded to call the lawyer being like, they're getting employees are getting arrested. We're having a raid called the Ottawa citizen. I called one of the reporters and like, there is a raid happening. And then they came down and everybody came down and started, and all the employees knew, like we had a group chat. Everybody didn't live too far, so they came down. So yes, I was at one of the stores during the raid. But and this was on, like not long before legalization happened, right? Yeah, this was like in 2017. Yeah. So that's why I think people would support. People were supporting the movement, even yeah. though it was. Well, like we the were cops trying, kept trying to make examples of exactly. people, but it's like so ridiculous. Yeah, they just were a waste wasting. Of money like to be honest, they were point. wasting exactly. their time. It was. They never, n- nothing really happened out of it. Nobody got charged with anything. All the employees got discharged. It was meant to be a deterrent. Exactly. I think, also, because I want to take all this. the, not all of the, but not everybody who got raided in the different stores. That was the case. But the ones that I was working, that we were working all together, every pretty much everybody got discharged. Yeah, hypothetically, this did, may or may <laughs> not have throw happened. Throw another one of those. In there. Yeah, just just to make sure. But yeah, no, it was. It was fun to do those. It was really nice to be able to help people get stuff. Yeah. And we had we had so many people that didn't have access to products that they needed yeah. on. And we just had them. And whether like it's and it, we know we didn't have, you know, like all the medical proof for everything, but people trusted it. And then it, <clears throat> we helped a lot of people, especially the people who were may or may not have worked there. They um, a lot of them, their lives have changed. And we know that it kind of helped, um, especially people coming. Either they were homeless or struggling with drug issues, alcoholism. It helped them really get their lives straightened out. So it was a really cool time. It wasn't just the customers we were helping. We we're helping a lot of people behind the scenes as well. The worst part was that like they took so long with the rollout, and then when they finally did it, it was so botched, and it took forever for things to kind of get still started. botched. Okay. It's, well, yeah. it's still botched. It's nice to have you know at least we have a you know a regulations that we know what we can and can't do but obviously now we're gonna have to work harder to change certain of those yeah, regulations I, I gotta say the agco has been pretty chill so far yeah agco has been doing a pretty good job i mean like yeah. what is that agco Al- alcohol and gaming commission of ontario oh, okay. is that yeah they are the ones cool. that are in control or that take care of any like licensing regarding cannabis if you're opening a store yeah we'll see about the ocs yeah. All this business lingo. Yeah. Sorry, I OCS. Ran over my head. No, it's okay. The OCS is the Ontario Cannabis Store. So they're oh, the, they're, they're the, the middleman. <laughs> they are the, they're not the middleman. They are the cartel. We are the middleman. No, we're the, <laughs> we're the pushers. Yeah. They are the. Yeah, in terms of that. But yeah, the, the OCS is uh, where we retailers buy their cannabis from. And it's the only place that they can buy their cannabis from because mm. we can't go directly to the <laughs> licensed producer. Yeah. But yeah, they're going to have to. But people can order directly from. from the yeah, that yes, is exactly. a problem. So, so we're see, in competition okay, with so the people Okay, so I see you're kind us. of confused. Cause I don't know. Your face looks yeah. confused. Well, cause because you're, you guys would, I would think, have to mark your so shit up a bit. Exactly. So, you know. so oh, you between all of us is that in the history of <laughs> yeah. middlemen, who does that? Yeah. <laughs> who, they sh- in my opinion, and I, that's my opinion, <laughs> they shouldn't be able to sell to consumers. Yeah, they should we're just the ones provide that are there the stores for it. and then. They're cutting us off. Yeah. 
they cut people off of making their profit. And we have the markups are crazy. And right now in Ottawa, especially in, in Ontario as well, the market is extremely saturated of cannabis very stores. Saturated. This is what I was going to say. So we're yeah, every very week. stupid choice to open a store, must say. Yeah, no, but no. we got cojones, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, My dad know? and I were talking about how, how many stores are every week popping up. Yeah. And other than the the cool theme that you guys have got going on and, and your great personalities, um, what, how are you guys planning on trying to stand out from all the competition? Your store, respectively. We know that everybody, we buy our cannabis from the same place. We all have access to the same products. The way that we're trying to differentiate is obviously we don't want to forget about culture and the community. In cannabis, those are two very important things. Yeah. And we don't want to forget about that. And we're trying to create kind of an immersive experience that will get you to come back to the store and tell people be cool. about it. Like we know where we where cannabis stop. I can't wait to check it out. That's it's it. going to be so fun. And, and also people yeah. like, why do you go to one? I keep saying depot now, but you know, I mean like whatever you call corner them, stores. convenience stores, corner stores. stores. Yeah. Um, but like, why do you go to one depot over another? It's cause you know, you like Jason at the depot, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he like happens to have your favorite candy there. Cause he knows you like it. And yeah. that's like, yeah, that's, that's going to be cannabis stores. It's like, it's like owning a depot. You know, like it's that's it. you got the local cannabis. Yeah, you store. have like and you have your bud tenders that you really like and yeah. that they understand you. It's so staff. we're really trying to find some hidden gems. Yeah, we're hiring right which now. Which has been such an insane Man, process that would be such to a us. Fun job. It, right? And we're really I would excited. love that job even just to work like one day a week. You should see the just, the, just for the experience. The you know? posts that we put up. Um we used all Our these job like, posting. Yeah, the job posting we used all these quotes from Alice in Wonderland and made it all like kind of riddly and stuff and like people were flipping out. It was really Yeah, fun. we had I was surprised at the amount of applicants we got. Yeah, we got a lot. I didn't expect that. There's no, there's no shortage of people who need to work right now. Don't tell you that. that that I don't think there's a shortage of potheads in Ottawa. Yeah, (laughs) we had a lot of applicants, and at first we weren't going to put that kind of job posting because it was like. But then Sarah and I said, "Well, it is a weird one, and that's who we want to attract. We don't want." We want whole, people that are going to vibe with us that we're like, we're weird. Oh, I wonder if <laughs> like weed stores weird. can sponsor podcasts. No. I, I don't Hopefully know. one day they could. Well, not actually, yet, but we're thinking about doing. I would assume there's laws against that. There are. Know. There are. And right there, the laws are changing regularly because before I, there's stuff with people were doing ads on the radio and then door stoppers and those weren't allowed. Now we, I'm not really sure. I haven't read Deliveries back in though, I saw. Delivery <laughs> I think is going to be staying. I, to be honest with you, I don't see why it shouldn't stay. There's yeah. people, there's some people that n- cannot leave their homes. If you can get McDonald's delivered to you, Listen, it's like you can poison, get cannabis basically. delivered. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So of course, yeah, like I think delivery is still a thing. Curbside pickup will still say a thing because Sometimes you're in one of those moods. You just don't want to talk to anybody and you just know what you want. You order it. You just pick it up and yeah, that's you're just it. chilling on your couch, watching Netflix, with your Cheetos. And you don't want to move. Any, you don't want to put your boots on. Any restriction <laughs> that applies to weed, if it doesn't apply to alcohol to me is ridiculous. It is. Because alcohol is always going to be so worse. much worse. I, so like much I worse. still drink, like I enjoy alcohol in moderation usually, uh, but compared to <laughs> weed, yeah, it's just always causing so many more problems. And yeah, I've thought absolutely. that since I first started smoking weed as a teenager. Yeah. I think it's no. great that like nothing bad has really happened since legalization at all. So now like, no. like yeah. things are getting more relaxed because it's like the ceiling did not money. fall on people. Exactly. Yeah. You know, people yeah. were like, oh my God, there's going to be all these accidents and all these kids dropping out of school. And yeah. you know, but like, if anything, it's it just, it's just 
hopefully yeah. less stigmatized now. There is still is a lot of stigma surrounding it, cannabis. Honestly, like cannabis, pre-legalization, but. when I would tell people that I smoke weed every day, people would be shocked because like I'm a very energetic person and I I couldn't believe that people thought it was like impossible you, for someone to some be. you burnout for sure. Yeah, everyone yeah. would always think that like, no, if you're smoking weed all the time, you must be like living in Lazy. your mom's basement. You're like, like, it's called sativa, motherfucker. Yeah. What up? <laughs> or even indica. I'm so high strung that like yeah. indica helps. Like yeah. I'm, I'm an, indica yeah, now. I'm like, indica yeah. all the way, all day, every That's day. That's where so I'm at mostly. Me makes me normal. Indica leaning hybrid is sort of what I try to yeah. find. Yeah. Because some indica puts you the fuck out. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I need something that just calms me down without making me like sedated. That's it. I don't like that haziness, but I do like the relaxed. The so. relaxing feeling. That's why knowing your strain is important. I was going to ask you guys 100%. if you had a favorite strain. Oh my like God. A go-to strain. Yeah. It's I'm struggling right now because like, what am I allowed to say? So just pre-legal, like pre-legalization. <laughs> You know, we had our little medicine cabinet. Like I knew what strain I like to just, just get the munchies, you know? And I just sit there and just like eat. I'd be like, I'm going to make the cheesiest pizza and just get really stoned and eat it. <laughs> and then I had like the one that like, if I was just, my boss just gave me a bunch of shit and I had to work, but I was feeling all anxious. You could just take a couple puffs and then you like calm down and you can, but you still work, you know? And then I had like my strain for like the tranquilizer, you know, like at the end of the day, <laughs> I need to sleep. I'm just going to like Sore muscles, yeah. just go to bed. Yeah. Exactly. But now like transitioning, I'm still trying to find my strains on the legal market. So every even in the interviews, I was asking There's like so everybody. Many. I was like, okay, so let's say like hypothetically speaking, um, somebody <laughs> was looking for a tranquilizer and like got all the recommendations. Now I'm going to go and like buy all these ones that these. So these like I need uh, some suggestions yeah. for cannabis. There's yeah. so many different brands right now. Yeah. Yeah. But me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm what I call myself a pink snob. A I what? love pink kush. Oh, pink anything kush. with pink kush lineage is pink my jam. Pink kush is cheap, actually, from at the pink. store. I love like when I've tried it. It was good. Pink that it's you can't get anything better than that, in my opinion. Interesting. But that's because I'm like like I'm a weed stump, a snob now. I know a lot of people love Blue Dream. That's one of the popular. It's a good sativas. one. It's a good one. It's a good one. I used to buy that in bulk. I like it because it's a sativa that doesn't trip me like in an anxiety way. Yeah, it just makes me want to work out or something, or like yeah. do, like you know ride a bike or whatever. Yeah, just chill. Just, just relax, nice day. Just chill. Enjoy the situation. Do a podcast, yeah. you know. Yeah. Just something casual. Try to no keep it chill. Here. Uh, yeah. I was actually going to throw to my dad. Normally, he has a question. I'm not sure if you have one prepared this week, but. Well, I was curious earlier about just an uh, interesting time to leap into the market, so to speak. I mean, because it seems I just turn around and I see them everywhere and I yeah. go, is this a good time to open? Um, but maybe you had picked your spot where there was a, you found an area that didn't have any or. Something yeah. like that. But but my my other question, though, was about... So I've never been a big pothead or anything like that. Smoked it when I was a kid for a while. Not like, uh, you know, high school. <laughs> <laughs> but, <clears throat> you tried it in, like, college or something, right? Well, it's mostly high school. It was, oh, more, okay. it was like grade 12 right. when we had grade 13 back then. Um, that was my sort of thing. By the time I went to university, I was over it sort of a thing. Mm. And I never liked... I'm not a smoker, never been a smoker, and I hated how it burned my lungs. You know, I'd always had mm-hmm. to get over that every time. So you got to build up a nice resin. Yeah, later. you have to. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Season, interested in like in, a cast iron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's right. laughs> so so I'm uh, interested in edibles, um, and what I'm interested in is something that does the, the if you don't feel like drinking alcohol, but you want that relaxed just. Not just not tipsy, but just shy of tipsy. Just, yeah. mm-hmm. But you know the social relaxation, so you can you know if if you don't normally mingle that well, suddenly you're the big mingler. You yeah. know, what I mean, mm. what do you recommend for that? Oh. 
Well, we can't recommend hmm. anything because oh, yeah. oh, yeah. medical advice. Maybe that's not a good question. Medicinal. But that's not medicinal. No, not medicinal. So I don't know. I would. Uh, the, I mean, for me with the edibles, it I, depends I don't what you're doing. <laughs> like if you if you want like a nice social night out. Yes, that's if if you right. usually smoke, what do you tend to go with? You know more. Indicas or sativa? No, no he doesn't want to smoke. I, no, but he's, he's never smoked. He wants to do the edibles. Well, I've oh, smoked, smoked, but it's yeah. many, many years many ago. Years Back ago. when people didn't say indica and sativa, probably. It, I would exactly. always try to tell people to keep, like, just try one of those edibles that have, like, a nice balance and maybe some CBD in it as well. So when you say one of those with a nice balance, what that do you mean when like you say a nice balance? THC and CBD at the, like, or good ratio of CBD. Yeah, like those are the strains I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, but what's a, what's a, like, one to five, one. One, so one, one, yeah. one to one? So if you're eating edibles, I think the pack can only have 10 milligrams maximum right, in it. Right, you guys are saying that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, so it'll be, it'll tell you one to one ratio or it'll tell you, like, exactly how much percentage is THC and the CBD as well. Because the CBD is supposed to, like, take the edge off the anxiety, basically, right? Mm. Or the more intensified... It de- yeah, it depends. It always depends. Like I feel like it's so different from people person to person. Yeah, yeah. and but in general, that's what you got to experiment. A bit, well, yeah. well, the other thing that's, with edibles. that's the biggest. That's yeah. the biggest takeaway is like I was saying. Like I'm still struggling to find strains I like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always just tell people like, even it just depends on my mood that day. You know, like so it you just gotta try stuff and see but what works do you keep you a too. journal of strains yeah i definitely do yeah definitely see, definitely see, uh, do, yeah. but when you get someone in, and this is another area i was going to ask you about as well was just like the older population right like, mm-hmm. yes absolutely because i think a store might do well if you just opened up a store and said like you know i know cannabis for old people honestly <laughs> that was that was the original the, the idea originally work, but... yeah well originally <laughs> this whole idea name. spun out of I was going after that age category. We were yeah. looking at renting a place in a medical building on a fourth floor or seventh floor <clears throat> and then trying to target um, people who didn't want to walk into a, a shop that had crowd like fogged windows at the street, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. that was where Some we started off. But the problem yeah, like, is we don't know if, if your market exists. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. don't know because you're not in work. it yet. And also it's it's like how much would you really spend on cannabis a month, you know? Like well, you might uh, you know, yeah. older people often have a lot more money than younger people. Yeah, but oh, I don't snap. know if you're gonna use yeah. Well you, yeah. you listen, listen <laughs> like like I'm But six, it's true, no, he's bang but, on. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm sixty six, right? Yeah. And in our our social group, um, we're but like the youngest. So there's a, a ton of them that are like early seventies, mid seventies, right? Right. And they're all like got some at home right yeah and well, but but it's getting out to it it it's it's they're intimidated by yeah. a lot of young people mm-hmm. yeah. right they're intimidated sometimes by sativa indica this yeah. and yeah. that yeah. but, but, don't but they're stupid. not against yeah. learning yeah but they they need a little hand safe. they need a little hand holding they need to feel safe uh, okay so here wait kind of i'm gonna go business on you here for yeah, a second that. then okay so one thing that we we're thinking about like in the in the beginning was having like a, an ask alice um kind of like where you oh, could book cool. an appointment with someone <clears throat> and you just go and like on the site, you can click the Ask Alice and book an appointment with someone like a butt tender. Like we have a medical person come in, let's say, even if, if that's like what you wanted. Like a consultation. Like a consultation. And then, and then, you know, we could adjust it. Like, would that be something that would, would you, uh, yeah. Would I you mean, click that Ask Alice button? Yeah. <laughs> I would, I would love to be able to sit yeah. down with somebody knowledgeable yeah. 
you know, in a comfortable place and go like, here's what I'm after. Like at my age, like some of my, my friends, you know, they got arthritis and achy joints and all that kind of jazz. And, yeah. and I would, uh, yeah, there's, but, an, uh, there's a lot of anxiety in the older population too. And they're anxious about getting old. They're anxious about. In the young generation. And then all of a sudden some tattooed white guy with dreads is like, you know, what's what going up? on brother? Yeah, exactly. Like, then you meet, then you see us like chilling and you're like, how do I get there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would actually, I don't know. My answer would be a bit different. Would I would you? actually refer you to probably go to the pharmacy that farm. I go to, yeah. Hybrid Farm. I was going to mm. say that too. Yeah, Jenna's medical. Shout out to Jenna yeah, so too. Yes, yeah. thanks, Jenna. We yeah, love you. Hi, Jenna. So yeah. I would actually suggest that you go visit the guys at Hybrid Farm and Raheem. Angelo. And like Angelo. And <laughs> you can book the appointment with them. And you're going to be speaking, I think, with a nurse practitioner or a doctor via Zoom. And you can have that talk with them. Or you can even ask Jenna to like hook you up and maybe have like a consult so with th Raheem. This is very interesting because to me. I've never heard of this before. So if yeah. you're meant, because you're mentioning certain like medical <clears throat> conditions, right? Like arthritis and all these things. Yeah, he, some of them have, yeah. You can go to Hybrid Farm and they've facilitated my medical license for me for my different illnesses. And I've stopped taking like prescriptions, uh, uh, pharmaceutical, pharmaceuticals for everything. So I now consume cannabis. That's why I consume cannabis so much is for my medicinal, is for medicinal purposes. So I would go see them. And then they can like guide you because yeah, you'll feel way more comfortable. And I've felt more comfortable going into a nice setting like that. They're because super sweet. Raheem really is a nice. pharmacist. Like he knows what he's talking about and he's extremely passionate about cannabis. Mm. And they're involved in the medical side of it. So that I would definitely and, refer and you to And do you think them. there are enough solutions out there that don't involve uh, inhaling, burning. hundred yes. percent. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. There's, yeah. you can do topicals, you can take oils, you can take pills. I put some oil in my body. I just never knew about the efficacy of those. No, if you, know. you if you like baths, there's like bath salts and or bath bombs as well. And you can just put, yeah. Really? Yeah, just honestly, just, I don't know if my dad's it's a something. But, guy, right? but, no, no. You know, so, yeah. but who knows? But no, that's what I would suggest to you. There's a lot of really good go feedback. Like, I've yeah. even had, you know, people close to me that have never consumed in their life start doing even just the CBD oils and stuff, and they give me really good feedback. Mm -hmm. Like, I've, I don't really try CBD because I figure I get enough of CBD just from mm. consuming we, yeah, my tried, cannabis. We've tried but CBD. Like, I've got CBD yeah. at home, like the oil under the tongue yeah. business, but um, it's never really done much for me. So, no. But I haven't, you know, it's been limited ex experimentation. So. Yeah, it's if, when it comes to cannabis, especially we have so many products available now. It's trial and error. Yeah, like mm -hmm. you have to do. You're constantly doing R and D. Yeah, for your own personal. Yeah, exactly. You're just trying to figure out what kind of strains fit your what you like, and you know, it's if a you journey. Wanna, yeah, you got to yeah. take a trip. Yeah. <laughs> when, uh, when we're talking about more accessible places for people to go, that's yeah. kind of in line with something I was going to talk about, which is if you go back even further pre-legalization, I remember going to like bong shops like mm -hmm. in high school and it was always some like gross old dude. Yeah. And now when you go to weed stores, it's like always at least 50% women, if not more, I find a lot of time, which I is find awesome. I see a lot of women too. But um, actually, statistically, it's only like 12%. It's extremely male dominant. This oh, industry. is it? So in this general, is something I wanted to ask about. Yeah, yeah. it is a very, very male dominated industry and that's why we're coming guns blazing type of thing because yeah. oh, you mean like in ownership side of things ownership everything. business even consumption the, the from production least, no no from production to from production and big businesses this is a male dominate and i know stats where they were had the seminar not long ago a couple of weeks ago i'm waiting for I'm getting that email with all the documents but it's proven straight up like male dominated industry there's not a lot of people of color either yeah, in the industry it's males. an issue it's mm. And, you know, we, we need to get our voices heard in a sense. Because, you know, I mean, like, without us, <laughs> I mean, also, we'll, not legal. We can do like, another plug, like, Superette. 
That's a woman. Yeah, and she's that awesome. That place was awesome. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's that was probably the first one, of the one best. I ever went to. So maybe yeah. that's what. So they, they're he, doing it right. Like yeah. they know what they're doing and they're doing a really great job at it. And they've been. It's like a 50s diner. People know it's about so this cool. brand. Like in Canada, when you mention dispensaries, I'm pretty sure Supret's name comes up. Like we Definitely. talk about all the time. It's one of my favorite spots to go to it's as well. A little smaller than some of the other ones that yeah. I've There's been to. Different, yeah, different locations, but their branding is on point. It's yeah. all about branding because, like I said earlier, we all have access to the same product. What are you doing to stand out? So Brett's doing an amazing job at standing out and being like at the forefront of the cannabis industry right now. So yeah. And also just an example of like why it's great to have more women in the space. You know, they bring something different. Or diversity in general. Diversity in general. 100%. Not that I'm trying to throw shade at tattooed (laughs) white guys with dreads. Yeah, you You guys are great too. Don't take it personally, bros. It's okay. Don't get defensive. (laughs) And I got to say, if we do make that, or someone makes that place that's more for the older crowd, I really hope this store is weed for old people. Just weed. I I was going to, just boomers. Say it as it is. Um, Okay, I have some fun questions for you guys. Okay, let's do this. Uh, Okay, fun questions. I asked you favorite strain. Uh, let's let's do what's the best stoner movie in your opinion? Because you're a cinemaphile, a word I don't like. I feel like file makes anything sound. Did you? Gross did I write cinemaphile? A movie junk. I don't like that word actually. Pedophiles ruined file. File, yeah. You know, I'm they a movie a- junkie. But even then, even that when I wrote my friend wrote that, I was like. Mm. <laughs> No, we I'm were just, talking about uh, Wes Anderson I last love, night. Yeah, we were talking about I'm Wes sure Anderson. I'm sure you have a favorite stoner Wes movie. Anderson Same. is fun. Okay. Like best movie. It can either be best the best movie to watch movie. while you're stoned or the best like stoner themed movie. I'll, think like, that, I'll make it like a stoner thing. That's so hard. I mean, my I favorite movie of, ever. My favorite movie ever is probably The Princess Bride. Oh, nice. I would have I never thought of that about as like that. a stoner movie. I read a thread about that the other day saying it is one of the best movies and best stories ever. It is. It, yeah. is. it is. And it's, it's great. It's family friendly. It's too. great. It's so, yes. it's one of those movies that I like will put on like with like and dude friends and they'll be like, yeah. Princess Bride. <laughs> like, come on, Sarah. You put and it on the at the end. end they're like, <laughs> like, this is the best movie ever. They're like, Andre the Giant's in this? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's cool now. Yeah. I like wrestling. I'm thinking, it's like, it's so hard to. Like Stoder movie. Okay, the first one that comes to mind is definitely Pineapple Express or How High. I, I would say Half Baked, in my opinion, is the oh, first. Yeah. See, but that's, like, that's older. A, like I can't. You I can't thought you just meant movies that you like to get high and watch. You, he said Stoner movie, like for sure, those are like my top favorite ones, 100%. But I'm just, but I'm like a Wes Anderson Tarantino fan as well. So I could like throw on those like Tarantino movies. Those are the best to get high to. Not everybody, not everybody likes, but no, pretty intense. Yeah. But not everybody likes the monologue of Tarantino vibes because it depends on the monologue. monologue. <laughs> but it's like I love the buildup. Like it's just nothing. Ha- like yeah. nothing big is happening throughout the movie, and then at the end, you're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Like damn, yeah. mind blown. Pretty intense scenes in Amazing. some of those oh, movies. Fuck yeah. Well, I don't know. Again, depending on what kind like of which, strain which I'm having. Mo- like, yeah, what strain? I, I always gravitate towards comedy. That's just my, I like to laugh. And I'm like, it there's is. so much serious shit in the world that if I'm going to watch a movie, I always end up leaning that way or superhero shit just because I'm a Okay, what's your favorite child. superhero movie to watch when you're high then? Oh my God, I've never even thought about that. I've probably seen them all high. Yeah. Uh, like which one are you like, I'm going to put a joint and like smoke a joint and watch this so I can get big to it. I don't know, man. If I did watch a superhero movie, it'd probably be one of the old ones that I haven't seen in a long time. Because I feel like the MCU is always pumping out new stuff. I have never felt the need to go back and revisit it because there's always something new coming out. I'm like a new Marvel fan, though. Like, I'm a movie Marvel fan. I'm turning it into the comics, getting to learn more stuff and this and that. And I'm, like, diving in a bit to DC, but I'm not a huge James Gunn fan. Oh, no? No. I just, it just, like, his the Suicide Squad movies, I've tried to watch them multiple times, and they just, like, 
Well, there's only one that's actually done by him. The first, the second like, one, yeah. So yeah, the, okay, the first one, I didn't like that one. I can't remember who directed that one. I, it's literally uh, slipping David my mind. David Ayer, I think his name yeah. is. But I don't know. James Gunn. It's Have like, you seen Slither? Gosh, no. Oh, I haven't that watched out. that one. That okay, was James Gunn's. It it's like a horror-ish movie about these like slugs that go in people's brains. I don't know. You should probably them. watch the new uh, Doctor Strange that's going to come out. The... No, no, don't. No spoilers. No, no, no okay, spoilers. Cool. But There's but a trailer out for that. I, no. I, think, I think for somebody who's who's a little bit stoned, that might be a very interesting movie yes. to watch. That's uh, Sam Raimi, too, who yeah, yeah, yeah. the old yeah. Spider-Man yeah. movies yes. like yeah. Tobey Maguire back in the day. Another one that's a little offbeat, but... The Spawn movie might Spawn be. Spawn was my favorite was movie, movie when I was younger. I, I mean, loved the 90s that. Especially Spawn? for the time. Yeah. 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 It was amazing. Oh, yeah. That Pretty was like good. one of the only movies that like I remember being afraid. And yeah, I was kind of dark. Like yeah. you went to hell and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember uh, you brought us to see that in the theater. I'm pretty sure when I was like fun. probably too young. Because I'm, I'm a good dad. That's exactly. Cool. You're awesome. That's so cool. Good dad. Dad of yeah, the year. Spawn. My dad no. accidentally brought like nine year old me and like six year old. Little brother into scary movie, the first one. Oh, that's inappropriate. <laughs> scary movie, oh my God. Yeah. Doesn't he like semen blast someone to the ceiling in yeah. that movie? Yeah. yeah, my brother, I think like one of the first Good scenes, Lord. like there's a dick in it, and my brother started to cry. So my dad <laughs> left me alone in the theater. <laughs> and I watched the whole movie. scary movie one by myself in the theater at like the age of like nine or Amazing. 10. <laughs> that movie is no. ridiculous. I remember a friend, yeah, I was like 13 or something when that came I out. I can't watch those. And anymore. a friend told me about that scene where some person gets like blasted to the ceiling with semen and i thought because this guy was known to fuck with me like he would always mess with me and i i was convinced he was making it up and when i went and saw the movie i couldn't believe like, that shit no. was actually real you're like my virgin eyes no well, yeah, just like, what a weird thing to put it in is. a movie like i think when they came out it was funny but i think i started i tried to watch them a few years ago yeah, and i was like, like i can't do this crude just for just, the sake of being i think crude. it was the second was the one era of that. where yeah. i can't Bomb remember Vice and like yeah. uh, what's that show where they'd all fuck each other up Jackass? Uh, yeah, Jackass. I haven't seen it yet. I Is it good? Yeah, yeah I, I have good? to admit, I am like nice. a Jackass fan. I but love Jackass. I grew up on that. Like we, yeah, like, that was that era of like. Yeah, just some of it's a little watchable. like ridiculous. Uh, like, you, you know, I don't love every skit, but overall, I think they're funny. Nice. Okay, I have to watch it. The new one has all these new people in it, though, right? Okay, interesting. They're like passing the torch to the next generation. So there's like I want to say four new people. Okay, and they're all right. You know, they kind of grow on you. Oh, yeah, no, it's okay. I'm still in strains. COVID uh, <laughs> non-sharing. I appreciate the gesture, though. I have to share. That's, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just met you. Jackass, no. I love it. No, and I you also did tell me that you share joints with literally everyone. Literally. Like, I was going to say, one of my favorite things to do at a concert is I'll roll a bunch of joints and then just share them with everyone around me because that way nobody rats you out for smoking weed at the concert. True. <laughs> That's hilarious. And you only have a slight risk of getting hepatitis B. There you Just go. a slight one. <laughs> can you catch that orally? I don't know. <laughs> I think you can. What I would suggest is make sure you've got all your shots up to date. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. That's it. I'm serious. Dead serious. Go get your hep C and hep whatever. I'm sharing, I think I had I'm to get those joints? when I, before I went to the Philippines yeah. a couple of years ago. I got like updated on all those. I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be out there mixing it up, I mean, you're a lovely young woman. You don't want to ruin that, right? So, <laughs> so fatherly. Hashtag your dad. So just yeah, this is a dad, dad dad just dad get your again. shots. Well, it's well, easy to do. You're a lovely yeah. young woman. I love that. Um, spinning out <laughs> of that last question about stoner movies, who do you think is the most like Hollyweed celeb who takes like the crown? Not like Snoop Dogg or someone that obvious, but... Maybe an actor that Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah. that's probably Seth that's Rogen. A hundred percent. I yo his laugh. Have you watched his laugh in a loop? No. On, 
do it. Someone You're put just a beat to it or something? No, you just, <laughs> it's just him laughing like that for like two minutes. It's the funniest shit ever. He kind of laughs like butthead. He does. A hundred percent. His laugh is the best. I just finished reading his book, your book, that yeah, he yeah. wrote. Someone hilarious. Was talking about that it too, is yeah. hilarious. Like it's straight up a stoner book. What, like how I think someone told me about it, there's, but I forget. It's different. Like it's you know different experiences in his life, and there's also chapters dedicated to how certain movies became the movies. And oh, he nice. talks about the interview, how that happened, and the whole Sony hacking thing with oh, all shit, that stuff. That. And yeah, it's super interesting. And he, I think he calls out who who does he call out at one point? He calls out like an actor because the, he was being like a little bit racist towards them because he called out them being like Jewish or uh, Seth being oh. Jewish. And Jonah Hill was in there. I cannot remember which actor it was, but regardless, it's super funny. You'll have a lot of LOL moments for sure. Um, highly suggested. Yeah, Seth yeah. Rogen, like he's you're the second person to tell me about it, so now I'm even more. Uh, you have to read it. It's he's, really it's he's really into read. potting now, right? Yeah, like, yeah super he, into potting. Oh, potting! I thought you, potting, you meant potting yeah. like podcasting. No, no, no he like pot, makes potting. Yeah, yeah, ceramics and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and he does some really interesting stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool textures dude. and stuff. Seth Rogen's the best. Like he's interesting guy. Yeah. I was gonna. I thought someone might say uh, Matthew McConaughey. He was kind of known for being the like, hey man, yeah, I'm playing playing the bongos naked. All right, all right, yeah. Yeah. I get older, but they stay the Speaking same Speaking of age. Seth Rogen, that, that yeah. line is so overused, though. <laughs> I feel like there's so many other good lines in that movie. Yeah, it's true. I haven't seen it for a while, though. It's been a minute. No, for sure. Speaking of Seth Rogen in the interview, though, there's one guy who's, like, dropped off. Um, James Franco is, like, canceled at Goodbye. this point. Yeah. yeah, apparently he was, like, uh, using Sleep his power as, like, a acting teacher to, like... Being a, just a weirdo, like, like yeah, he is. creep out on people. No, I always thought James Franco was weird. I thought he seemed like a nice guy, maybe just because I enjoyed now, the movies. When he, he was played in, in like, that, what was that movie with the Selena Gomez, the Spring Breakers or something? Oh yeah, that was a fucked up movie. And he <laughs> had like cornrows or something. He was right? weird. And, like and I just nah. That when I watched that, like one of my friends was like, "You need to watch this," and we watched it, and I said, it "We looked movie. at each other at the end," and he's like, "It was actually not as good as I remember it being." And I'm like, "That was." fucking terrible some people said it was like deal. a masterpiece i'm like no nah, man he was what he was trying to look like what's his name that 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 rapper jody high roller he just looked like He's super weird. lame super no. uh i can't like trying to pose as like a gangbanger or whatever you want to call I it i love his brother though his younger brother i love him he's oh, a dave franco he's hilarious yeah yeah he's married Funny to actor brie. brie from mm. community yes <laughs> i love it shit uh what was the other one? Oh yeah Speaking of, as I was telling you guys, I got high with Tommy Chong. I will yes. never stop How bragging that? about that. It was digital, so like you know, it wasn't like you we were in the same like, room, but it was still amazing. You had his attention for like how like you had we, yeah. We talked for like two hours. Wow, one on one, like that's, yeah. that's so cool. fucking epic. Go check it out. People, I know it's, it's, it's epic. in the yeah. back catalog. Um, so who would you like to get high with? If you could get high with anybody, it's sort of a throwback to the season two question. Dead or alive? Yeah, I was just gonna ask that. Yeah, dead or alive? Uh, let's say that's up to you as well because I I don't want to you know hamper your choice here. Jesus, <laughs> easy. Don't kill me, dude. <laughs> Jesus, that's a fucking great answer, though. I mean, he would totally smoke weed. He probably would. He always looked like kind 100%. of a hippie. He would with me. You know what I mean? Maybe not with everybody, but Jesus would smoke weed with me. That's Who my Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's that is good. a great question. I've never. Are you religious that. or just you just would like to meet the historical figure? She's a curious the historical person. figure of Jesus. I imagine because you around. didn't answer very quickly. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Just the historical figure of Jesus. Super I'm religious. sure he was cool. He's thought of this for sure. Yeah. Damn, I don't know who would I smoke weed with. 
I think I would would love to smoke weed with um with Snoop. Just freaking get high with Snoop. <laughs> He's I one of know, those man. Like I remember going to his concert last time he was in. Hey, he wasn't Blues Fest. The last I think yeah. the last Blues Fest we had. And I messaged a friend, a friend of mine from Toronto, and I was like, I know Snoop's in town. I want to bring him weed. And she's like, okay, cool. So she arranged it. I brought him weed. I didn't meet him. I don't want to be one of those, like, people that bring him a gift and be like, can I meet him, please? And I just I just wanted to give him weed to smoke because I know we had shitty weed here at the time. <laughs> so I brought the, him weed, and then I was like, wow, man. And I could see him, like, he was playing PlayStation. Like, the door opened from the trailer, and he was playing PlayStation. And I was like, and he was, like, rolling, busting up his weed, too. And I'm like, oh, I really want to go meet him, but I would love to go smoke weed with Snoop and just chat. I feel with like him. he'd be a nice guy. He'd be super <laughs> chill. His entourage was so sweet. Like they were really nice. Took care of my brother and I because they brought us backstage and like we're chilling with them. I actually had a run in with Warren G. I'm crazy. I was super starstruck. I've never been starstruck in my life, and I was so starstruck. He asked me where the washrooms were, and I was like, "Huh, what?" <laughs> and then my brother's like, "What do you say?" I'm like, "He's looking for the washrooms." <laughs> my brother's like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "That was so cool." <laughs> I actually saw somebody. I want to say it was Tommy Chong, but someone talking about um, smoking with Snoop and how Snoop like bogarts the joint the whole time. Wow. Oh, he probably does. I wouldn't. Yeah. No, no, no. I'd have my I own. Wanna... Like, I wouldn't share with him. Like, you're not going to be like, excuse me, Snoop, could you pass the joint, please? You're going to let him smoke. As you're going to let him smoke it. I'd smoke my own. I would just want to have, like, a conversation with him. Yeah, fair, fair. Just, like, just yeah. shoot the shit and just so get just high. Know, Pick his yeah. brain a bit. It's good to know, though, because if we're ever in, in the context where you might meet Snoop, we'll just bring a lot of joints and everyone just smoke their own. He smokes blunts. And I think he may, I think he might have like a personal blunt roller. I think he would respect Perfect. that. Yeah. I think if you came in wearing I like think. a, what is like a bandolier? Full of just little joints. Yeah, but he would get the biggest one. Everyone else would have like a regular blunt and he would have like a massive blunt. They'd be like, this yeah. one's for you, Snoop. Special. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Who okay. would you smoke with? Can I ask you who would you smoke joint with? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like it's hard to top Tommy Chong. And like that's epic. For sure he would be in my top five, 100%. Um, yeah, smoking with Mike Rita was really fun too. Anytime I smoke with like an epic stoner who's like, you know, known for being a stoner, a stoner and that's yeah. part of their persona, it's pretty cool. Although I, ironically, I didn't wear this shirt when I was smoking with, uh, with Mike because I was high and I forgot. I would like. I, w I think I watched. Actually, watched the. What's that show they that did irony? on the H? Not the HBO, but the Comedy Central, the roast or something. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think they, he was doing the show. I watched that one, but I've never seen him for live. A, uh, Canadian Screen Award. All, so all the people that were nice. involved in that. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, I'm going to ask you guys our season three question and wrap it up here. I, th I feel like okay. we've been going for a while. <laughs> I know you guys got to get going eventually. Um, so season three, we've been asking people, it, it's kind of morphed, but it's what would you like to do for a living if you could do anything like, you know, skip the training, the education, the money that might be involved, just dream job essentially, uh, and or what did you want to be growing up? <clears throat> Investigative journalist. Is what you'd like to be or what you want to I do? I think, yet? yeah. Oh, yeah? In, like, really dangerous places. That'd be the coolest job ever. <laughs> I love Revealing it. Revealing the truth. Yeah. And then getting to go on the TV and being like, <laughs> coming to you live from, like, the border of Ukraine. <laughs> oh, so, like, a, a news reporter on current events and, like... Or, the... like, maybe just writing about it, but, like... Cool. You'd be, like, part detective, part creative, you like know, you part world traveler. write a piece that, like, would cause some shit, you know? Yeah, I could, like... You know, blow the lid on people. something. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be crazy. It's pretty badass. Yeah, but there's just a lot of people I think that want that job and I don't think it pays very well. 
it's probably <laughs> true unless you're the best of the best yeah. yeah so it was like that was a really like steep hill to climb well, so i was like job. cannabis store is like a pretty close second though close. just nice. get stoned and chill and go to like cool <laughs> conferences and meet cool people and yeah it's great. not a bad job no me yeah. what would i do i know i always wanted to be a lawyer oh cool what? yeah yeah, but I was just like, there's too much reading for me. You should be aware. Like, it's like, stressful. It's fucking stressful. Like that. The, one of the main reasons why I didn't do it was because it's like, do I want to work for like the court or do I want to be a defense attorney or what kind of lawyer do I want to be? But of course I wanted to be a defense attorney. But I said, I'm like, could I actually like defend actual killers? Like, would I be able to sleep at night? Yeah. And I do know it, that man. like they, I can't, but I want to help people. So like. Well, law have to law was cases, always very important. Yeah, that's it. Law was very interesting to me. So anything when it comes to law, like that for sure. But like I don't read too much. It's too much. It's sometimes it's complicated. Sometimes I'm like I don't understand what the fuck's written here. I'm like I need help. That's why it'll remain but, yeah. a dream job. But yeah. There so but go. if I could, I'd be like right now. I'd like to be a social worker. Oh nice. Yeah. yeah. You definitely want to help people. I just want to help people. I like making people happy and just taking care of people. Yeah, you both seem like very kind people. I'm very happy to have met both of you. <laughs> thank so you thank for you having guys us. For yeah. for having this is us. very fun. First podcast. Yeah. Normally, we'll I would say, like, plug whatever you need to plug, but I feel like we kind of... 503 Rito. Well, like, there thanks you go. to Jenna. Rito. I'm like, yeah. Come down to the rabbit hole. Come yeah. meet us. 503. Yeah, that's it. We're grand opening soon and... Follow our Instagram page. <laughs> yeah. Follow oh, us that, that stuff will all come up uh, when cool. you guys first come on screen. It'll be like underneath. Perfect. But I guess that's only for YouTube. So the audio listeners. Yeah. If you yeah, want to tell follow them. Follow our Instagram. Oh, shit. I'm yeah. having a stoner moment. I can't exactly remember what the handle is. <laughs> R-A-B-B-T hole. Yeah. R-A-B-B-T hole. Rabbit, Rabbit hole. hole. That's it. I got to follow that shit. All right. Well, thanks again. And high Thank five at you. the end. Is usually... High five. <laughs> it's high hard five. across the table. Yeah, I don't so know. Weird. Maybe we should lose the it's high an five. Awkward. <laughs> Anyways, awkward. Bye, everybody. Thank bye. You.